Hi friend, this is Pastor David and I want to firstly thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to hear a personalized word for your life. As a quick teaching tip, I want to let you know that the prophetic ministry's purpose is to reveal God's mind, will, and heart to you. So prepare your heart for what God has for you today. Be ready to be encouraged, stretched, corrected, or warned as his child as we lead you towards the fulfillment of your prophetic destiny. God bless. ministries with the word of the Lord for his people. And so I just I had this welling up inside of me this morning as I was just getting ready to share this word about foundations. And as we are apostles and our job is to build not only churches, but build people, the key thing is to understand biblical foundations and how God as an architect builds not only his people, but he builds the church. And I want to take you right now, if you will follow me here, to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. And if you have your Bibles, follow me now to Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And it says that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, and to breaking up bread, and to prayer. Let me say that again. They devoted themselves, so there was a loyalty, a commitment to the practices of the apostolic teaching, to fellowshipping, and to breaking up bread, and to prayer. Okay, so when we are building God's church, when we are building life, successfully God's way, we must understand like any other house is built, we must start off with the foundations. Okay, we must start with the foundations and the foundations are critical because how we build a house will determine how it will stand against any tornado, any storm, any form of adversity that might come our way, right? So if you look an example in Louisiana, they have had um, so many different type of shakings when it comes to the um, natural weather. Uh, they like um, Katrina and, you know, even across in Sri Lanka, tsunamis, right? And you've seen um, natural disasters take place, right? And so What's interesting about that is my daughter has been really, really fascinated by tornadoes and storms and, and weather type of things that are um, shaking to the foundations. And I first thought it was just, okay, she's just curious and whatnot. And and she has the ability with her school uh, curriculum that she can go on this online platform and learn about the things that are of interest to her through books and videos and such like that. And so in her own personal time of choosing material that she wanted to explore, she kept gravitating towards storms and tornadoes and hurricanes. And she, you know, she's like, Mommy, you tell me about this and tell me about that. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, I learned this in elementary school. I don't remember everything. But here, you know, 
you know, knock yourself out, learn all that you want to know. And she literally took notes and was telling me all the details about an EF tornado and this and that and what it means. And I was like, wow, I was so impressed with her. But here's the point. She's not just a child that's curious. She's also a prophet, right? And prophet to discern what is happening in the realm of the spirit. Prophets are in tune with the voice of God. And Chrislyn has been getting dreams. Um, some of you might have heard them that a dream of war and arms breaking off and coming under the judgment of God because they did not adhere to his instructions. And so I say that all to say that when you're dealing with foundations, the foundations determine how well you withstand the storms of life. Okay, write that down. How you withstand the storms of life. It is inevitable that storms will come. You're going to have seasons of valleys when you are down. And then you're going to have peak seasons where things are working out for you. Everything's good. Everything's great. In fact, you're like kind of right at the top. But like any type of cycle, you see that there's seasons of lows and there are seasons of highs. And the cycle repeats itself, right? And so what you got to be very, very cautious when you're building your life that you must be prepared for the seasons of the valley as well as the seasons of the mountain. And so in that critical point, we want to make sure that we set up you as believers, as um, New Testament church, which is Lighthouse Church, in the way that they should be built which is on the foundation of Christ, which is the word of God. And we're building our lives on him. So that's what the apostolic is teaching is all about, is laying the foundations and building. Because when a storm comes, you now know how to withstand it because you have done the due diligence, right? You can lean on God in the hard times. You can uh, find out where maybe things went wrong in the hard times and maybe where doors got open and stuff like that. And so that's where the apostolic teaching comes in. But when we're talking about fellowship, and that's what Warrior Notes Fellowship is, right? That's where the word fellowship is. The goal with Warrior Fellowship um, from Kevin is to be in a home setting, and to provide some kind of food and some kind of uh, something to eat and just really have time of fellowship and discussion around the teaching of God's word, which again is also apostolic teaching. So that's the importance and significance of why we have partnered with that ministry. And that's why we are using um, a warrior fellowship to build that part of our ministry within Lighthouse Church. And then to the breaking of bread and the communion and prayer. So I want to talk about the other two quickly. Breaking of bread is the communion, remembering what Christ did on the cross. And when you go through seasons of processing and transformation, it is that season of breaking, hence the breaking of bread, is breaking of the flesh, right? So you have to partake in the breaking of the flesh or the destruction of your flesh in order for the spirit of God to come through you and run its course. The stronger your flesh is, the stronger that you limit God from operating and flowing through you. Remember, Holy Spirit is a person and he is a gentle spirit. So he is strong and powerful and he does miracles, but he's also quiet, right? He's also the gentle whisper. And you can see that when... Um, Elisha ran away from Jezebel. You see that 
God was not in the earthquake. God was not in the wind, but he was in the still, small voice. And so we see the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament represents through the still, small voice and even in the New Testament. So here's the key that I want to make, that we must partake of the breaking of our own flesh, the breaking of our own will and our own desires in order for God to use us for his kingdom and for his glory. And then lastly, of course, and one of the key pillars and foundations of this ministry is going to be prayer. And so we are going to be building you this way using the blueprint that God has laid down right here in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And I have a little funny story to tell you. You know, years ago when I was at school attending, um, it was, I think at the time, Master's College and Seminary, and I think it was my preaching or homiletics class, tell me how I was handpicked and chosen to preach on this particular verse, Acts chapter 2, 42. And I found it strange that I got that. It was profound in one way to me because I'm like, hmm, interesting. Because I wasn't a preacher, right? I was a worship leader or a musician and whatever and wanted to serve God through my gift of music and singing. However, I never forgot that moment in my life because you know what happened? Those that personally know me might have heard the story, but those that don't, I literally was dealing with so much fear and anxiety of public speaking that I was just overwhelmed by the 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 idea of getting up and preaching, right? Never mind all the preparation that needed to go into it. It was just the delivery of preaching that scared the lights out of me. And so what ended up happening was I was like panicking. I was, you know, didn't know what to do. And lo and behold, I remember telling a lie to my teacher saying I was sick. And I was kind of getting myself sick because I was so um, overwhelmed and sick by the anxiety that it came upon me to do that. But years later, who knew that God had actually used that situation to give me a clue and a sign that this was part of my calling as an apostle. So as an apostle, we are here to build you on the foundation, the blueprint of his word and his word in order to build you or house, um, build your life for success, God's way. We're doing it through this blueprint, these four pillars, apostolic teaching, fellowship, breaking up bread, and prayer. So how are you going to see that manifest, okay, moving forward? You're going to hear apostolic teaching either from my husband, Apostle David, uh, he's also a pastor, or myself through different, different words that you might receive throughout the week um, in regards to building you. And of course, fellowship, which is warrior fellowship. We want that to be more of a relaxed setting. Study, of course, it's like a Bible group study, but really more about fellowship. So come with your coffee, come with your snacks, and come and enjoy that with community online. And then next is the breaking of bread. We want to participate in communion weekly. And so we're going to be now um, implementing that this week. And so not today, but we're going to ask you to prepare yourselves for next week to bring a piece of bread and bring a piece um, or a little cup, I'd rather, of juice. And we want you to be able to participate in Holy Communion, remembering the suffering of Christ, remembering what he's done, because it's through that that your sins have been redeemed and you have been set free from the power of death and sin. Okay. 
And so now that's not going to make sense to you. And I just want to kind of highlight that. It's not going to be a ritual that you've done in the past because if you are a true disciple of Christ, you're going to experience the breaking of your own flesh. And so you're going to be so grateful because God is going to deal with the sin in your own life. Okay. And so when you are being processed by God and you're under the discipline of God, he's going to um, not allow the grace to come in in a way that is going to allow your sins to be covered anymore. He's going to expose everything. He's going to use the word of God to be like a mirror and expose all the flaws in your life and where you're going wrong. Maybe you're judgmental. Maybe you're critical. Maybe you don't love other people as yourselves. Um, maybe you are um, jealous, bitter, don't have forgiveness in your heart towards those that have hurt you and those type of things. And that cleansing of righteousness is becoming like him and so that once you realize that you can't do this on your own you can't keep up with all the demands that the word of god you know requires of you and you've been processed and you've adhered now to his ways over your ways watch this now you're going to be so forever grateful for the communion you take it's no longer something that you do but it's something that you are beyond grateful for and that you reverence that holy transaction, okay? And last but definitely not least, the key to every New Testament church in being successful on this earth as a Christian, because you are a target, right? They removed the uh, the prayers out of the schools. They've removed um, even the fact that they're trying to remove Christianity and even the doctrine, you know, even how you're built if you're female or male and you can be whatever you want. And this whole parade of pride and just rubbing God's covenant that he would never, ever destroy the earth again and using it to mock God um, is just, it's rebellious, it's bold, and it's all tied into the satanic agenda, evil agendas of this world. And in order for you to be able to last in the last days, you need to know how to thrive and how to be built. Because when the persecution comes to the church, which I've announced, if you listen to my urgent word that the Lord gave me through angel eternity, um, you're going to know that you want to prepare yourself for that. And that's part of what we're doing today. Okay. And so prayer is key. And we're not talking about just prayer um, the way that you just say uh, maybe a sentence or two or recite a Lord's Prayer. We're not talking that kind of prayer. We're talking about building yourself in prayer. And sometimes it takes hours to build yourself up in prayer, but also be able to build, be so full of God's Spirit that it overthrows the enemy that comes to torment you, harass you, to oppress you, to allow you to be, in other words, a slave to him and not be free, right? So for example, what I mean by slavery is that every time you want to do something good, something breaks down. Every time that you want to achieve something, something doesn't allow you to. And that something is that invisible power or the demonic forces that are working against you because you are a Christian and or if you're not a Christian yet and you are aware that there's something special inside of you and been going through a lot of hardships in life, it's because that the Lord has put a star and the enemy is able to 
like Jesus, recognized how bright that star was, how large that star was, and then help decode that you have a special calling on your life, and then you attract um, warfare. And a simple example of that not only is Jesus is Joseph, right? The dream where he had a star and his family was going to bow down to that. Um, and star is symbolic of your destiny, okay? And so part of the prophetic assignment on my life um, to help you is to help unlock your destiny. And that's how we do that through prophetic words and um, building you through the apostolic teaching so you can actually achieve your destiny and override every force of darkness that will try to hinder, block, and stop your calling. Okay, so that's it for me for today from that side. But I want to now take you to an important scripture on foundations. So if you will turn with me now to Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, talks about two foundations. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man. I want you to circle or underline those words. A far-sighted, practical, and sensible man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods, and the torrents came, and the winds blew, and slammed against that house. Watch this. Yet it did not fall. Underline that. Highlight that. That is key to know. And then I want you to pay attention to this. Because it had been founded on the rock. Okay? That's why it did not fall. 26. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be foolish. So let me say that again. Verse 26. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish, stupid man, my version says, and I'm reading just for those who are following, is the Amplified version, okay? So, we like a foolish, stupid man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods and the torrents came, watch this, and the winds blew and slammed against the house, and it fell. And great and complete was its fall. Hmm. Great and complete was his fall. In other words, it collapsed. A house come, came down. And so when you find your life in situations that have completely fallen apart, I want you to ask yourself something. Did you build your life on the rock, which is the word of God? Because if you didn't, then that's where the lessons become learned. And so as I've given that urgent word, if you've heard that uh, recording, please go and listen to that first because that's going to help set this up for you to know that it's important for you to know that God is going to allow and what is coming ahead is going to be an attack against the church, an attack against God's people, Christians. You're going to be persecuted. And if you are not built on the word of God, when the rain comes, when the floods come, when the torrents come, when the winds blow against your home, when they blow against your life, 
that the same job that you have is no longer yours anymore. The same favor that you had is no longer yours anymore. Your income starts to become depleted. Your health starts to become nothing. Like you start to wither. You're starting to experience death in your life. You're going to experience all these different, different things is because the enemy has been able to creep in. And that's what makes true Christianity true Christianity is really building your life upon the foundations that the apostles set. And that's what this ministry is all about. So with that being said, I want to encourage you to press into the word of God and study to show yourself approved and really and truly seek God in this new season that you're walking in so that you can help prepare yourself for the storms that are about to come. And I will say this prophetically to you in closing is that the Lord wants his church to be built the way that he intended uh, the church to be built, which is on the foundations of the apostles. And if you are not following an apostle today, we want to encourage you to tune in here and follow what we have to share, because our goal is to build God's church the right way. Until next time, God bless you. We love you. And thank you for listening. Hey friend, I pray that this word brings clarity, direction, and confirmation to your life. Our mission as a ministry is to coach you to success God's way and help you achieve your dream life. Until next time, we at Christina Johnson Ministries are cheering you on to fight for your dreams.